Yes, Daddy. Don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> DM Daddy Master. I was like, yes, yeah. Daddy. Silence falls amongst the group. <laughs> Gauging DM's reaction. All right, hello, and welcome to another episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. I'm sitting here around the table with a brand new group once again. And in a minute, we're going to go around the table and tell each other who we're playing, what we look like, and a little something about your character. So we're going to start with whoever rolls the highest because we're going to get some D&D situations going. So roll your D20. I didn't study. This is what I want from you guys going around the table. I would like your character name, race, class, and I want one thing that your character has lost. Okay. So my name is Drew Eid and I'm a druid. <laughs> I'm a human, and the I guess whole plot about who he is, something that he's lost, you might find out a bit later on. But the reason why I wanted to become a druid and turn into and love all the animals and things like that, because of something terrible that happened when he was younger with a family pet. I'm sorry for your loss, druid. Let's head on to our next character. Right. I am Bilby playing Shavi, the halfling rogue. Uh, pretty much he has lost his whole everything. Clan was pretty much fully eradicated. Very good. Thank you, Shelby. And over this side, last but certainly not least, I need name, I need class, I need race, and I need something your character has lost. Je m'appelle Jesus Undu. That's about all the French I know, but he's a <laughs> high elf rogue. And he has certainly lost his virginity, boys and girls. Ah, wee wee. We are going to start our adventure now with these three brand new characters. So sit back, buckle in. We start our adventure in a dark lit room. There's not much that you can see in this room because there is a single spotlight that points down to a circular wooden table. And on that table, you can see various dossier-like files and the shadow of a man sitting at the table and three chairs opposite him. The man that you're looking at, a man familiar to one of you, a man named Dragon. You can see that he has half-orc-like features, small tusks protruding from his mouth, his grey skin, barely visible in what light there is. You can see a shadow that's pushed across his eyes and as he leans forward into the light, he looks to you and he says, All right, you three have been selected for this mission. The blade, he wants it. He wants the Rose Sphere. The Corellian Estate is a noble house that has origins that run back through Cadmia since its founding. They're a pompous group and they are headed by a married pair Florence and Drake Corellian. Florence and Drake Corellian, they like a show for the people. Their estate is heavily guarded with both human and arcane means, and, well, you are to prove yourselves by entering that estate, stealing this valuable artifact, and bringing it back to me so then I can fence it and get the Unseen Clan some money. This is an opportunity for you to prove yourselves. So... This is what you're going to need to do. At the moment, Drake is away. He's preparing some trade relations. Due to the recent fall down of the war, the business is slow, which means Florence is at the house by herself. As a result of that, it will be quite easy to distract, turn off the security, and allow the two sneaky members of the party 
to enter and steal the rose sphere. You. He looks over to you. Je suis. He looks over to you. Je suis. And what does he see as he looks at you? I have not rocked up. Like, Jesus has not rocked up to this meeting in any way prepared. He literally woke up, kicked the floozy out of bed, and, like, chucked on some pants and, like, realized he was late. He looks towards you, and as he sees that, he says, I trust that you have made the preparations for this mission. You have been in contact with Florence. You've sent her the letters of endearment, of attraction throughout the week. We. (laughs) You are... To make entry, as you have already established a relationship with this woman, you make your way up to her bedroom balcony, and you have to keep her entertained, say, until you can uh, dismantle the security systems of the house. Now what you're looking for is a blue sphere on her dressing table. Turn it just so, and the arcane shield around the estate should be disengaged. It is, a, it is a good thing that I am a cunning linguist, eh? It is a very good thing. <laughs> because as you know, well, as rumor has it, Florence has a proclivity for straying. You will be able to allow your other party members entry into the estate. Drew, Shavi, this is the opportunity you've been waiting for. Shavi, you've been wanting to make the attention of the blade for quite some time. If you get this object for them, then they will be incredibly grateful. And as he looks towards your two characters, what does he see? Oh, so with Shavi, he's pretty much a lot smaller than the normal halfling. Um, he's, he's pretty much the runt of the litter. Obviously been wanting to help Dragon out and yeah, prove his spot amongst the unseen. So he's ready for action. So very keen, very eager looking. Yeah. And Drew, what does your character Drew, look like? I guess that the eyes of the beholder so drew's almost whole deal is fundamentally he grew up as an only kid with his mum, telling him that he was just the most handsome boy around and such such a handsome guy when in fact he is probably one of the most ugly human beings you've ever seen in your life (laughs) but he doesn't know that because he's only been told he's been handsome so so unabashed confidence absolutely and he, he just thinks that when people shudder away from him and shy away that it's because he's too good looking so as you see these these two characters looking and uh, Dragon has told you that this is the opportunity of a lifetime, he says to you, now your job comes directly after that arcane field falls. You must wait till the opportune moment until Josui concludes his purposeful act. Once the arcane field is down, you need to Remove yourself from the room. Do you understand? We. Oui. You may be tempted to stay, but you must leave. We. Oui. There is a strict time limit on the arcane field's deactivation. If a code is not inputted, known only by Florence, an alarm will be set. You must leave. Reconvene with your party. With the Rose Sphere. Is that understood? We, oui. Wonderful. And at that, we cut to a night later. We cut to the scene of Jusui grappling hook up on the mistress's window, abseiling up the wall, flower in between his teeth. So as you make your way, you can see up this uh, towered window, it is arc-shaped. 
and in the backlit light, which seems like candlelight flickering, you can see the the wind is blowing the can the the curtains uh, outwards, uh, and it's just flowing. And inside and through the window, you see the silhouette of a uh, slender, long-haired woman that seems to be looking down upon you. What colors the hair? Uh, at this angle, you can't see, but you know that um, Mistress Florence has blonde hair. Um, because she's still considered young, she's not considered a madame, but she's uh, the head of no- the nobility of this estate. And as you get closer and closer, she says, Come, je suis. I have been waiting for our embrace. So I'm already on the balcony or? You are currently making your way up currently, to the balcony. So obviously I, you know, pull and do a flourish and then I'm on the balustrade. Uh, your beauty lights up the moon, blah, 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 blah. You are so... Sexy. Oh, we got Roll a. <laughs> you have a choice now. You can either do a performance check or a persuasion check. Ooh. It is your choice. <laughs> the old one pump wonder. So as you land, you you say your beautiful remark to this mistress, and as you do, you take a step forward and you slip on like a stone, and you sort of catch yourself just so. And as you do, you watch as you fall directly into the arms of Florence, who grabs you by the elbows, gives you a little chuckle, a little giggle. <laughs> oh, my je suis. It seems you are not as articulate as you made out in your letters. But I am happy you are here all the same. And as she moves her hands over your shoulders, she says, You are taller than I expected. We. Oui. Shall we? And she gestures inside. Of course. And she looks at you and she says, Please take the lead. I like a man who will take charge. So can I do a perception check to try and see if I can uh, see the blue stone? Absolutely. I need to find the blue sphere. Uh, so, uh, mon petit, uh, follow me. Uh, you know, I'm taking it by the elbow while I'm scanning the room. All right. So as you're looking around, your uh, eyes are constantly being distracted by this woman's beauty. As you look upon her face, she's got incredibly soft features. <laughs> you can see that her eyes are this blazing blue and as she looks at you in the candlelight you can see that the room is also perfumed but as you look around your eyes are constantly drawn back to her and she looks to you and says you expressed such a talent for poetry in your letters please can you express them for me now oh mon petit your eyes they make the stars outside shine just that little bit duller as they are drawn into your beauty the blah 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 the blah 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 croissant and fairy tales and across in the bushes, you hear a shudder. <laughs> <laughs> I would like you to roll a persuasion check. You watch as she's taken aback and she puts her hand to her chest and she's just visibly like breathing quite deeply. And as she looks towards you, um, she notices now that you've been saying this whole thing with a flower in your mouth. So she takes it out. She smells it and she moves towards her bedside and she places it down and wisps her fingers around. You can see this vase appear and the flower just gets put inside and she says, I can leave it there for a small amount of time, but you know, once my husband returns, it will have to, much like you. Vamos. Indeed. She moves towards you and she watches, she clicks her fingers and you watch as this music box begins to turn and she moves over to the middle of this open and you can see her do a twirl and her dress that she's wearing swirls incredibly beautifully in the light and she takes your hand and she asks, may I have this dance? It's getting hot in here. Of course. We dance. We dance. 
and then, then we dance. Can I do a perception check now? Yes, you may. Looking for and because you're swelling around the room and you've obviously got her in a position where you aren't going to be checked for eye contact, you may have advantage on this. Not only is your dancing absolutely impeccable, you scan the room and as you do, you do a small twirl of Lady Florence and you dip her and as you dip her, you look across her face after looking her deep in the eye, you look across her face and into the corner of the room where you can see a nightstand and a small blue globe that seems to be um, flashing softly. As you do that, you pick her up at the beat of the music and you begin twirling her around again. What would you like to do? So we're still dancing. Um, I draw her in for a... Long, luxurious, luxurious smoosh, smoosh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so kiss, and then obviously I trail that down her neck. I'm not going to go into detail. That's fine. You, but this is I me. You don't. You know. Is it a French kiss? Yes. <laughs> it should be. Then you know, like as we get into the swing of things, I'm assuming that I'm just rolling twenties here. Like she's into it. You've already laid the groundwork here, Carl. Yeah, Excellent. yeah. Sweet. Obviously, stuff's happening. Basically, gently lower her down onto the bed, and then you start kissing her, and you yeah. begin distracting <laughs> yeah. her. I think yeah. it's you distraction. begin distracting her. Uh, <coughs> Wait, how big is this dress? Uh, it's like one of those old French-style sort of- Fucking sweet. That's what I needed. Yeah. All right, so obviously on the bed doing the things, and um, you know I'm going to play the goofball here, and I throw her dress- all the way up over her head, right? Mm-hmm. And as I do that, I was going to then like do a backflip and go and like spin the globe and then come back before she notices. Let's actually get her. Go for it. Roll an athletics check. Yeah. All right. So as you begin your backflip, you do it at the perfect time. As the dress goes over her her face, you begin moving backwards. You flick the orb just so, and you watch as it begins to stop flashing blue, and it's just a dull grey. And you backflip back. No, no, no! It's a front. It's a front layout. All right, it's a back. front layout back. <laughs> and yeah. as you land, you're perfectly no, suited. But midair, I unbutton my pants and unzip. <laughs> so like I'm back there and. Out. <laughs> as you land, you watch as your pants just fall directly down to your ankles and you have a wry smile on your face and she pulls her dress back over her face and looks at you and smiles back and at that will fade to black. Yay! <laughs> I must be still dancing. <laughs> we cut back a day earlier to the office of Dragon where he is still addressing <coughs> Drew and also Shavi. He says... Once you get the signal and you see the arcane field fall, you are to make your way to the treasury. Now the treasury has an extremely strong door. You'll know it to be the one because it has the house sigil upon it. One of you will have to lift it, check it for traps, make sure it doesn't set off an alarm, and then the other will have to make their way through the treasury. Find the rose sphere commandeer it and you watch as he smiles over his tusks and leave without issue now remember once that sphere is deactivated you have less than five minutes to leave so you must work quickly excellent i look over at shavi and see he's about three feet shorter than me and just i guess i'll be the one to lift the door (laughs) What are you saying? <laughs> you can open the door if you want. I'm probably more animal than you at this point, mate. 
uh, we cut away from the room and to a day later where both of you are sitting underneath a tree and behind a bush. You watch as Jusui begins climbing up the uh, castle wall and makes his way into the window above. You watch as he does a flip, does a little stumble, and as he does that, he looks back towards you guys and you guys see him and give him the thumbs up. Excellent. So at that, you guys just wait. You hear the music begin to play, the laughing ensuing from within. Um, and as you're as you're actually waiting, Shavi, you have a newspaper in your hand and you're just reading the news from the Cadmia Tribunal. And you can see that there is a story there from an author called Kaylee. And it talks about how the Valiant Odyssey Guild heroes uh, are a sham. It says, Val- Valiant Odyssey Guild heroes, absolute sham. And as you read the article, it talks about how she went on a ride along basically with these heroes and one of them invited them in her into a potion shop where they basically caused a chandelier to fall on her and damage her and she's seeking reparations for that fact. So as you read that, you look up and you can see that um, the lights in the the room begin to, to dull. You start to hear giggling. Can we sort of perceive or make a perception check as to what we see from the outside as to maybe another way in or anything like that? Yep, absolutely. You can roll a perception check. I turn around to Charlie, do we think that's the signal? Do we, think that, do we think we're on? What do you see, my man? As you say that, you flick the paper back up and continue reading as Drew's got the um, the perusals going. You can see there are about three guards moving across an estate wall. And as they move across, you watch as a bird begins flying from the outside of this area and begins flying, attempting to cross through the estate. But it hits the wall and this explodes in an arcane light. Okay. So the shield's not down yet? Not yet. That's as the French would say, let fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. So shield's not down yet. Uh, do we want to try and see while, while we're waiting if he, can, if he can get it down that we can find the door with the house sigil on it so we know where we're going? Well, we need to get in to do that. And can we see it from the outside? With your check, I'll say that you peruse the house and what you see is these two large, probably about three stories on each side connected with a with a central sort of bridge. You can see two large sets of columns that uh, hold up that roof and underneath that you can see a staircase that seems to go down uh, but you don't see any door or anything like that. Um, but you do see four sets of guards on either side of that stairwell. So roll an insight check, both of you, please. All right, so Shavi, with your 12, you know that expensive things are guarded and they're usually guarded heavily. Uh, and seeing as most of the guards are on patrol and these four seem to be stationary, that may be the way to go. Around outside of the shield. So can we get in where those guards are? Uh, where those guards are, are sit are walking, they're walking around the perimeter and you can see that they walk, they're pretty much about 100 feet away from you and continuing to walk down near your way. Uh, and as they continue to make their steps, I'd like you to roll stealth check, please. So you watch as the three guards seem to move past your your path and you can see that they're looking left and right, sort of perusing the area. They look up into the window and you watch as one of them shakes their head and continues walking. Um, as they pass, they don't seem to see you, but as soon as they pass and round the corner, you watch as this blue, almost like a, a leveling horizontal light just begins to move directly down from the estate. <laughs> I think that's the cue. I feel like this is where we should have a Star Wars reference. To like, <laughs> the force feels down. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Do we have any birds to fun. check? <laughs> is there any, I guess, is there a pebble or something? Absolutely. Us you can, can find a, a peck. Yeah. Can give it a little bit of a toss? 
to see if it zaps same as the bird. All right, you pick it up and you you slow for a minute and you watch tentatively as you throw this pebble and as you do, you just watch it go straight through. All right, we're, yeah. we're on, we're on Shabby. I think the force field's down. I think we should go find this door. Let's do it. And those other guards walk past us They've already. walked past you and around the corner. Around the corner. Oh, Let's yeah. go. So how many are left? So front. you can see four, like if you cross the garden of the estate and hit into this central building that's held up by four pillars, you can yep. see four guards around there in a downwards facing uh, staircase. Cool, cool. All righty. So what do we want to do about these guards? Maybe create some sort of distraction somehow. Distraction? Obviously. See if we can sneak past? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Roll your stealth checks. So silent as the night. Absolutely. You move yourself from bush to bush and you can see that there are cut out, they're like hedges that are made into various different shapes and all of them seem to be of Florence and Drake. And you can see they're in various different poses, dancing together, like standing arm in arm. So as you begin making your way through this area, you both back yourselves up against one of the four poles that are holding up the roof and probably about 30 feet away from you are these guards and you have an opportunity now as they're looking around to see if you can draw them away, what would you like to do? Do you have anything in the way of that you could mimic one of the other guards, throw a voice or something like that? Can I possibly, well, in my inventory, I have a bell Perfect. or something like that, which I'm thinking if bell. I just throw the bell over mm-hmm. somewhere and they're yeah. going to be like, mm-hmm. what is that ding and ling? Like, <laughs> yeah. Other than the one going up upstairs. Yeah. So you watch as, as this scene transpires, you guys are mouthing this conversation to each other as you're yeah. about 15 feet apart. And you're constantly pulling items out of your bag and you pull out like a <laughs> carrot. And as you pull out a carrot and hold it at Drew, Drew shakes his head. You put the carrot back and you pull out the bell and Drew's just like, oh, okay, yeah, let's go. With the, let's go with the bell. <laughs> we'll <try this laughs> but it took about seven or eight items though. Yeah, yeah. Rub, rubber ducky, yeah. Yeah. ball. Mallet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really big, yeah. longer yeah. mallet. Massive what trombone. <laughs> at least 100 metres length of just. Yeah, he's like ribbon, 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 yeah, yeah. He's yeah. constantly pulling out this rope <laughs> and you're just shaking your head violently every foot that comes out. Uh, and finally you get to the bell. I'm thinking we just throw it. Throw it? Throw Somewhere bell, which is not where we want to go. The opposite to where we are? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So if they're yeah, at the pillars directly in front, if we're on one side and they're on the other, we can throw the bell on the other so they go that way so we can sneak in. Duck in. Duck in. Yep. Yep. Go and do that. Let's do that. All right, let's... Test the accuracy of your throw because you're wanting it to go in a particular direction to draw them away. So can you please roll a dexterity check? You're able to get bell directly where you want it. And as it slides across the tiles, it makes a loud ding and tumbles across the floor, hits the base of the stairs that leads into the left uh, house side, the opposite side to where you know uh, Je suis at. And at that, you guys watch as four of the gu- uh, three of the guards, sorry, turn and look. You watch as they begin moving that way and they have their spears held upwards. And three of them begin moving their way. And you watch as one of them with their back is still there, looking in the opposite way. Shavin and I probably look at each other and realize there's one guard still there, but probably don't have long while they're checking it out. First option would be I've got a, like a tinderbox and stuff like that in part of my bag. We could almost maybe make like a little fire or something somewhere to draw the other guard. Or do we think we want to go and try and take him on? I don't think we take him on because then we've got to dispose of the body as well. And if they come back and there's no guard there, they're going to be like, well, what the? So we try and distract him so as we're well. So kind of just get in. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, cool. Okay. So maybe we could try and cause like a little a small fire or something that he would have to run to put out. So you can see a beyond as well, like through this passageway, there is a downward facing uh, staircase, mm-hmm. but beyond you can see quite a few like gardens mm-hmm. that you could be able to like ignite with a spell if yep. you were close enough. Yeah. Well, I've got the tinderbox in that in my in my bag. Yep. And then yep. use that with fiery from your hands. 
tinderbox we use to make fire, right? Yeah, I've, yeah. Got, I've got like wooden, it's a matchbox. Yeah, I've got wooden stakes. So you can do that trick like where you sit the match on top and you have the box there and you flick it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna take a excellent. That's going to take a check. Well, actually, Absolutely. I do have as one of my uh, cantrips, I've got guidance. So it adds a 1d4 to any roll for the next minute. Mm-hmm. But for anyone on my team, if they want to use it as opposed to me, they've got to look at me. In other words, Drew, Drew, help me through. <laughs> if you want, make this roll not be poo. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Give me, give me a rhyme. Something like that. I think you should own that one and do the flicky matchy magic trick. Flicky matchy thing. Yep. Got well, it. Almost, yeah. So I probably want to, um, I'm looking at one of those gardens where he's going to go to so we can sneak past in the opposite way. And I'm going to, yep, yeah, line it up at the garden. Flick. Go for a dexterity check. 18. Very good. So you watch, and it's almost in slow motion, Shavi, as this match just illuminates and the matchstick itself just covers itself in flame and it just flips end over end until it lands directly into the base of this pot plant. And as it does, you watch as it slowly begins to smolder and you watch as it just begins to set alight. You then see the remaining guard looking that way start to shudder a little bit and then move over and just start, he's, he's kind of starts to fan it. And as he starts to fan it to try and put it out, you watch as it just oh, no. illuminates completely and he's like moving around it with his hands out, like trying to contain the blaze. And this is, what would what do you guys like to do? Let's get the fuck in. So that instantly makes me think of um, Billy Madison, where they put the shit on the people's doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it out with your boots. <laughs> cool. So hey, while he's dealing with that, yeah, let's, 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 let's go. Let's Might I just say that there. was pretty... <laughs> let's go. Thanks, mate. I'm sitting here like pretty proud of myself. With You're that. on fire. Yeah, let's go. I'm also thinking of how we're going to get out, but we're going in. We're going straight in. Let's that, get you in get to the base of the stairwell layout. and you begin circling downward, not having been noticed by the guard at all, who's completely distracted. Um, as you guys make your way down the stairwell, you get to a hallway, which is about 20 feet long. And as you move your way through that, you see this big iron door in front of you. And you can see emblazoned upon this iron door is eight stripes and eight circles, and which you know to be the house, the house sigil. Yeah. House sigil, yeah. Okay. I definitely want to go up to the door and we want to try and get this door up, but I definitely want to do it as carefully as possible. And, we look and the traps see if first. I can perceive if there's any traps close to it or as I lift the door, maybe like just a little bit of time and see if it's going to set off anything as we go. So you watch as Drew, his grotesque, ugly, green skin form, <laughs> moves his way towards the door and is just perusing it finger on cheek and he's just sort of looking around at it. And Shavi, you're just saying constantly, you're just like, should, should we check if it traps? Drew, should we check if it traps? Trap, trap, traps. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. And at that, you both agree to check for traps. Do you don't want to do it and get some, yeah. maybe some help from me? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Say the words. Mr. Magoo Drew, my friend. <laughs> Shall you make this roll not poo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Guide me on the way yeah, through. I put my hand on his shoulder. Oh, that was a good one. Let me help you. As you say, let me help you. You feel you feel slightly grotesque as he touches you, but in that <laughs> grotesque moment, you're more focused to do your task. So you begin moving across the door, and knowing door latches and trying to get through many doors before as the thief that you are, you sort of check the available spots, and you do find what looks like a, a contact plate. There seems to be on the left side of the large door. And you can see that as soon as the door is moved away from that contact plate, as it slides upwards, you can see that that contact plate, the circuit is broken basically, and the alarm will sound. I've got a, like a Shavi, Shavi, I've got, I've got a hammer and like a crowbar in, in my bag. Do we want to try and prop that on? Like how heavy does the plate need to be? How heavy does the door look? 
Uh, the door looks pretty heavy, but the plate is like on the vertical wall and it just looks like as the iron separates from it, that's when it happens. So you just need to place something against it so that the, the patch of, of iron feels like it hasn't been moved. So if I prop it with the crowbar, yep. that, that'll do it. Yep. Yeah. Shavi, I went with my crowbar. That we'll prop this against it so we can get in. Do you want to, you know, obviously being the being the stealthy rogue, do you want me to sort of maybe keep a lookout while you go in and have a look? Or do we want to, you know, quick hands both have a look at the same time? No, I think a keeping a lookout might be the way to go. Cool. And on that, what is going to be the secret signal? How's your bird noises? <laughs> <laughs> prop the door open and then I'm maybe going to head maybe towards up the stairs. Just, just, just not far enough where I can see anyone, but maybe so I can listen and hear in case they're coming back or if they're going to come down and check. All right. Then let you go. Who's who's checking the the walkway? So he's going to stay and watch. I'm yep. Keep watch. I'm going to go in. You're going to go in. But before I go in, I want to have a, another squizzy. All right, have cool. A bit of a look so in. the door isn't open yet. What I'd like you to do is get your crowbar, like you said, and try and open the iron door. So I'll need an athletics check. You can have it with advantage because you're using a fulcrum. As you are crowbarring this door open, what are you doing to stop the trap from going off? Well, if it's on the side... I guess almost if I'm if I'm needing the crowbar, I've also got a hammer, so I could I could almost place the hammer so like the the tops down and the handles against it, the props against the the, the plate as well. Yep. Um, and then perfect yeah, crowbar the door up. And you watch as that door lifts up about probably a foot, which is just enough for you, Shavi, in your smaller form to fit under. So as you sit and stand there with the the crowbar sort of ajar, Drew, Shavi. Roll a perception check as you look under the door. 21. So as you look under, you can see a staircase that goes all the way up. This room is lit by golden braziers, and you can see there's like a circular podium in the middle that holds like a really gold goblet, like really expensive looking goblet. You can see around the sides that there seems to be alcoves within the walls that seem to have statues and treasures of like a red ruby held up by this statue of a woman in two clasped hands, palms together. It seems to just be circulating. You'd see a gold filigreed ring around it. Given that you're looking for the rose sphere, that's probably what you're after. You can see that there is like a layer of mist inside and that seems to be coming from the temperature of the night. But as the mist slowly passes by a particular area, you can see like a red line of what looks like almost an arcane laser that seems to some sort of tripwire thing. Yeah, yep. stop your way through. And as that mist moves through, you can see it's almost like a spider web of lasers that seem to be across the floor of this area. Yeah. Inspiration. I was going to say, do they look as if I would be able to maneuver through? A man as acrobatic as you, absolutely. Absolutely. This and I'm tr- feeling is, pretty inspired. So. This is your bread and butter. My time to shine. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna do that. I'm going to give it a crack. Go for it. Shavi looks towards you, Drew, slips under the door, and then you start to jump and flip up the stairs and trying to dodge through all of these lasers as you do. You sort of move yourself in one of those horizontal flips and make your way to the right-hand side wall. You get up to the wall and you jump vertically upwards, grab onto one of the bookcases, swing yourself around, and you're right now adjacent looking at this figure that seems to have the rose sphere in its hand. Looking around this room now, you can see that it is covered in treasures. The amounts of riches in this room is unfathomable. Bring me back something nice. Can I just say, can I just like whisper kind of loudly to Drew just enough to say that I bet you Jess Sweet couldn't do that shit. <laughs> I think Jess has got his hands full. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, I bet you can't get something for all of us, but Jess would grab like six things. <laughs> six. All right. Seven it is. All right. I'm going to, yeah, I'm doing it. The thief inside of me is 
screaming. And so you're now sitting there in front of this red sphere, but you're also looking around and seeing that like directly to the left and the right of you seem to be like a treasure box, almost like a jewelry box. And as you like open it with the toe of your boot, as you're standing there, you sort of open it and flick it open with the toe of your boot. You can see these golden gems and jewels just shine. Ooh, piece candy. <laughs> piece candy. Do you grab them? Absolutely. All right, you take a big handful of those and you count at least seven. Yeah. So you're happy. What up? <laughs> you put them in your bag and you can see that there's various rings, uh, various sort of amulets and things in there, some with precious gems, some with just golden chains. And you, as you put them in, you sort of close the lid of the, the chest with your the toe of your boot and then you're looking directly at this rose sphere now. Perceive on that because I'm guaranteeing that's trapped or something. Well, Roll an investigation yeah. check for traps, yeah. You can't see if it's trapped or not, but things like this usually are. So you can't see I'm the trapping mechanism. My sort of assumption is the whole Indiana Jones thing, pressure plated sort of. Is it my sitting first thoughts. on the hands? Yes, it's sitting directly on the hands, oh, yeah. contacting the hands. Can I see that from what I looked at? My With your perception check, it's probably about a pound. I have a thousand ball bearings. <laughs> That's yep. two pounds though. As you weigh so it you up. Just, yeah, you can take yeah, half out. Take yeah. half out. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. I'm thinking that. I'm thinking I'm going to do the old fucking... Switcheroo. Switcheroo. Yeah. So you take out the bag of ball bearings and you go to put it on and then you sort of think to yourself, mm. and then you get a handful out yeah. and then you sort of weigh it up again. And now roll your sleight of hand check to maneuver this bag of ball bearings onto where Come the on, That scene in Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. you watch as you grasp the top of this rose sphere and as you grasp the top of it, you tip almost like you're pouring a bottle of water. You tip the bag of ball bearings onto the hands and pull the sphere off and you wait a second and pause. No alarm. Woo! Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to GTFO then. All right, roll your athletics uh, acrobatics check. All right, 10. As you jump down, oh, you look down and your feet are directly intersecting one of the wires. Uh, yeah, it is. And as you look at that, you sort of look up and with this ruby in your hand, you're like, and at that... Up we cut to Jesui, and at oh, that moment God. you hear this. My bad. I'm interrupting this whole thing for you. What would you like to do? <laughs> but you can't hear I'm it. ignoring <laughs> as much as possible. I'm just I'm focused on what I'm doing right now. That's getting done. Playing patty cake. <laughs> <laughs> so as that happens, what would you like to do? As you hear this, she looks uh, up at you and she says, "What? What is what is going on?" Uh. Uh, just sweet pants on outdoor you going out the door or jumping out the window no actually I'll jump back out yep jump back out the window and take off alright roll an acrobatics check as you begin running across the room you finally you hitch like there's a moment there where you don't think you're going to get your leg in your pants. And you're, doing that, <laughs> you're doing that weird hop. And as you get to the balcony, you do pull your pants on and do your buckle up. And as you jump out the window, free fall style, arms Assassin's Creed out, you look down and you think, fuck, I've got to grab the rope. So halfway, halfway down the wall, you grab the rope. And as you do, you hit the side of the wall and you just begin sliding back down. Luckily, you're still wearing your gloves. So you don't get any rope burn. But as you look up, you can see the mistress sort of looking at you and she says, come back, just me. And at that, you Run yeah. across the... Nope. <laughs> As you pass a, book, a bush, you just say, nope, and then you begin running into the... What's, what's French for no? I'm pretty sure it's no. <laughs> no. So you begin running across the no. garden, and as you do, you can no. see the underside of this house is just completely on fire. You can see that most of the um, oh, the no. garden bushes underneath, it's not like a blaze, it's encompassing the whole estate, but you can see that it is very much out of control at this oh, minute, God. and you can see that three of the guards 
are there like trying to ferry water out from a fan fountain to put this out. And as you do, I need you to roll a stealth check, uh, Je suis. All right, you begin making your way across the gardens. And as you do, you sort of slide directly into the one of the, the poles and you look around and you can see that they're still pretty well distracted. You begin moving down the staircase and you immediately see Drew. The fuck is going on? Uh, well, I, Shavi's inside trying to look for the sphere. I think he might have set one of the alarms off. But first. Hey. <laughs> hey. I heard the alarm and I had to book. Did you set the alarm or did you guys set the fire? Like Better call him A, better call him B. <laughs> you hear that? As, as, she comes as Shavi makes his way uh, to the door, you can see just his legs as the foot ajar is open uh, still. And at that, you guys hear footsteps clamoring above you, and you can hear guards coming down that staircase. Oh, no. Then here, so I'm like, Shavi, Shavi, let's book it. Has he had time to get to the? He's the already door out. He, he, no, he's on the other side of the door oh, okay. at this minute. At that, you guys watch and see two guards present themselves down at the bottom of the stairwell. They're directly behind Jesui, and they look and see Drew, and they both look at each other and they call up and they say. Treasury, intruders. And you watch as you hear footsteps coming down like, that hall. I feel like I look <laughs> at him and say, this is not what it looks like. <laughs> roll, <laughs> roll a persuasion check with disadvantage because it is what it looks like. No, blame me. The look on your face is telling. <laughs> as you speak these words and the guards look at you, one of them in particular just goes and vomits to the side because of your grotesque features. <laughs> <laughs> just like, Whoa. And um, I'm in my head thinking And as that. I come sliding out through the door, I'm like, hey, check out this rose thing I've got. I've got that cool gold thing, Jay. What's going on? Oh, fuck. <laughs> so at that, we'll roll initiative. Oh, no. Oh, dear. And in my head from the, the guard that vomited, I'm thinking he's, he's sickened from how good looking I am. So as we cut back into the party, uh, you can see currently smoke billowing in from behind the guards who have made their way down the stairwell, coming from the fire previously lit by Drew. You can see that the crowbar is currently lifting up on the door. The hammer's still in place. Shavi's still on the, actually, he's outside of the door now, holding basically incriminating items. <coughs> Just so you're in that classic situation where you're talking to your mates and then you suddenly say, they're behind me, aren't you? <laughs> um, and at that, you turn around to see four of the estate guards, one of them spewing in the corner at the grotesqueness of Drew, <laughs> all of them now brandishing spears upon you. What would you guys like to do? In terms of initiative, we have Shavi up first, whose hands are full to the brim with gold. Do How far away would it be to get back under the door? Um, the door is directly behind you, so it's five feet behind you. Then it's yep. the door takes up that that space, and then five feet beyond that is within the room that you were just in. Okay. You do recall as well that there was a way out the opposite That's way. That's what I was going to say. Yep. Did I see, yeah, anything that way? Uh, also, my other be- idea was I have a crossbow. I was just going to... Yeah. Sees fire from in there. I hope you yeah. don't dog boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dogging boys. I, was, well, I had a crossbow. Well, hey, lads, like, there, but there was a way out on the other side. Is there any way you guys can get on through? Let's, um, mm. As you say that, you mm. guys are now aware that within this room there is an adjacent way out. Mm. What would you like to do with your turn now, Shavi? You've got an action, a bonus action, mm. and your movement. I'm going to go and start the retreat. Okay. So you duck down underneath the... Uh, gate once again and yep. begin running down the stairwell as you did previously. 
is did there you... sort of anything like well, as they've come in? Is there like torches and things lit through the halls and stuff or anything? Uh, like that? The light that you're having is currently coming from the blazing fire behind them. Okay. Uh, but inside the room that you're in right now is lit with um, lamp lights or lamp torches, stuff. and the gold is shining off, reflecting, so it's quite bright in that room. My idea was like with my crossbow or something like that, was there anything I could do to sort of slow them down or something, like shoot something to put in their way or anything? But um, doesn't shoot sound like it. Maybe un- you could get yeah, underneath the door and shoot them. Shoot them in the Achilles tendon. But, yeah, my next idea is I'm just going to shoot them now. Like okay. My first idea was to not shoot them, but now it's just like, nah, fuck that. All right, I'm roll going for blood. Yep, yeah. roll your attack. As you release your crossbow bolt, it skitters off the stairs that you're shooting as you're running down. It just skitters off the stairs and ricochets into the roof. Uh, what would you like to do with a bonus action? You can use a bonus action to reload your crossbow if you'd like. That would be an ideal thing All right. to do. Yep. Have you moved as far down as you want to go? As possible. Yep. Yep. 25. So 25 feet. feet into the room. All right. So you just find yourself at the bottom of the stairwell, booking it across to the other side of the room. <laughs> uh, that brings us then to Je suis. Yeah. So I see him go underneath the, uh, the door and Drew, we're going under the door. And then yep. I book it underneath. He's booking it too. Yeah. That reminded me of John C. Riley and Step Brothers. <laughs> Drew, we're going to the door. Yup. <laughs> yup. Does we just become best friends? Yup. All right. So you watch as just we slides underneath the door. You get back up onto your feet and start traversing down the stairs. Yeah. Uh, first, I want to have a swing with my short bow. Firing my short bow underneath the door, trying to hit someone. Killy. Uh, unfortunately, again, you watch as the arrow skitters across the floor and stops due to friction just before the guard's feet. Bonus action. No. Okay. That brings us then to Drew's turn. Can I you're sort out there of alone. shout out, Drew, if, as you come through, is there any way to lower the door? Well, I was going to shout out to one of you guys to maybe get ready to shut the door so when I yeah. slide under it. But that's okay. Can I do it as a bonus action? <laughs> You'll have to be in position to do so. All right. I don't want to move that farther. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. Excuse me, Dad. I have a question. Yep. I want to cast Entangle. Mm-hmm. So it says I can, uh, like, vine sprout from the grounds. Yep. And then a 20-foot square of the point I want. But I can also restrain one person. The point, I want to try and capture as many people in that so it's difficult terrain for them. If I, say, cast it in between as the center point, can I then still pick someone? Or do I have to have the center point as the person so targeting? If you center point it so you can get as many people as mm-hmm. you want in the sphere, in the circle... Mm-hmm. I'll have to roll saves for all of them. And if they fail their save, then all of them get entangled. Oh, perfect. Fantastic. So, well, I'm absolutely going to do that. Yeah. Yes. And if they get entangled, they can't move because they're restrained until they break the vines. Yeah. And that's so a very strength, good idea. It's a strength save of 14. All right. So uh, tell me what your entangle looks like while I roll these saves. So I'm seeing that now these two have gone underneath and they're behind the door and I'm standing here with four guys in front of me. I'm thinking, oh, shit, they're going to come at me. So... I do that uh, spirit fingers motion almost with my with my hands in like an upward motion and call upon the, the vines and all the dirt and everything underneath the ground and vines spring out and I'm trying to wrap all these, these guards up. As the these vines wrap around the legs of your combatants, you watch as three of them take hold and get pulled basically into a crippling position down towards the ground. One of them you watch stomps on one of the vines as it comes through and continues the advance on you. Three of them are now restrained. Would like to use movement. Okay, so if there's one free. Yep, the one at the very front toward you is is free. The three others are restrained. So I'm almost yelling at these guys, hey, we've got them restrained. <laughs> now bar one. 
But I guess if the plan is to escape, then I will uh, use my movement to get behind the door, get into the position where I can pull my crowbar and hammer out. Okay, so what I will do for you, because you're a bit bigger than the other two, I'll get you to actually roll an athletics check mm-hmm. to squeeze under the door. But- Think like a mouse, Drew! Yeah. <laughs> so as you begin sliding down under the door, you get caught at the belly for a minute and you think skinny and you <clears throat> book your way through yeah. and you push your way up again uh, and you're just on the other side of the door. Now you go to reach for your crowbar, uh, but that will be the end of it. And as I'm going Just like Winnie the Pooh. Exactly. <laughs> I'm crawling under and I... As I squeeze through, sort of spin around, give the middle finger to the last guard and say, yeah, cop that, Professor. <laughs> As you say that, the Professor will Your take his turn. <laughs> what are we going to do today, Piglet? <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking good. So you watch Mother. as... On their turn, you watch as uh, you turn around and give the middle finger. That surges the other two guards with enough energy to break free of their restraint. So on their turn, they made a save, but that is their turn to to break out. So one of them is still struggling, and you can see that the vines are beginning to wrap around his neck. You watch as he goes to get through. Uh, He will slide underneath, and as he comes back around, he turns directly to you, Drew, and throws a spear in your direction. As he power slides under doing the full splits, you can see this spear just travel directly through the air and does an 18 hit your AC. <laughs> an 18 does, yes, sir. It sinks directly into your chest and as oh, it does... Oh, Jesus! Jeez. Lethal. <laughs> Awful damage. You take seven points of damage. Oh. <laughs> I've been hit! <laughs> as the spear hits, you watch as he pulls up a finger back to you. <laughs> and he says, get out of my house, Professor. <laughs> well, I am very bloodied. So at that, with those two now, so the two other guards on the other side are now unrestrained. They're looking towards a charge at the minute, but they can't do it on this turn, which brings us back to the top of the round with Sharvi. So what's the distance between us and like the back entrance? Let me so see. as you look down the stairs, you can see that the, um, the, the room extends into the center platform, probably about another 20 feet away from where you are. And then another 20 feet away from the center platform is the stairs that lead up to the opposite side. Well, let's... Is it going to be an action to close the door? It'll be an action to remove the crowbar. Fucking wedged in there. Yeah, I'm thinking that's that's the go. Yeah, let's do that. So you run your way back up the stairs, 25 feet. Can you get there? Straight back up to the door. Yep. Grabbing that. So you're going to pull it in or are you going to kick it out? What are you going to do? I'm pulling it in. All right, roll... Roll your uh, athletics check. You go to grasp it and pull it, and as you do, you do that thing where you try to pull something you don't realize it's as heavy as it is. Your shoulder almost pulls out of its socket. Like, oh. uh, then you get a second hand onto it, and you go to look cool to see if you, uh, just we had seen it. <laughs> and as he pulls the, I'm doing the crowbar this, out. <laughs> You've got the middle I've fingers got out. Both the middle fingers out. Whilst grasping the other crowbar. people. Man, yeah. up that? I'm going to get my. Also, out while I'm looking front. backwards at Jesus. And, yeah. yeah. And then you watch as the crowbar <laughs> comes free and you watch the door Excellent. begins to close. What do you think of that, Joseph? And it is your turn, yep. Mr. Jesui. Let's get so, him. Uh, so the door's closed. closed. The door the is door closed. closed. So I'm going to move across. Jesui, what did you get for your attack with your bow, I assume? Short sword. 13. Short sword. 13. Okay, so unfortunately your short sword clatters on his armor as he looks towards you and he seems to turn his attention towards you to attack you now. But that brings us to Drew's turn who's well, bleeding out on the stairs. Yeah, I'm going to have to heal myself up a bit. So I am going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. <laughs> gotcha. Roll your uh, D8, I believe it is. 1D8 plus 4, which is a 6. Yay. Nice. You get 10 back, which yeah. takes you back to full, full I believe. Health. Full health. Full. All right, so your healing occurs across the chest as you pull the spear out and clatter it against the stairs. Yep. Uh, you've got a bonus action and movement. Bonus action. Now the door's 
shut? Is there anything I can do as a bonus action to help keep it shut? Put your boot on it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try my best to keep the door shut for the for if any of them try and come through again. All right. So you watch as your boot just stamps onto it, yeah. doing the best that you can to try and stop it. Are like there. sort of handles or anything like that so I can sort of hold it down or wedges I can get? I'll say you've been in. looking at this door long enough to know. You can see that it, it's definitely mechanical. Like it's heavy enough not to be able to be lifted unless mm-hmm. they use like a fulcrum like you did. Mm-hmm. But the mechanical device to operate this gate might lie somewhere. Yep. Okay, there it is. Obviously, mm-hmm. outside and inside. Yeah, there could be a way we could stop it. Yeah, like break could it. Could be a like, like shoot the shoot the code it panel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So that brings us to the guards. We're going to go with the guard that's inside first because he's a direct threat. He's yeah. going to turn straight to Jesui, uh, and he's going to pull out his short swords. Plural. Uh, the first one is going to go at you with a nine, which I believe misses your AC. And then the second short sword attack will probably hit with a 21. Uh, full damage again. You take seven points of piercing damage from the one swipe. So horizontally you dodge, and as you dodge, he goes for the uh, stab through the gut, and the short sword pierces through where your appendix would be. Holy God. We're going to kill this guy. This guy's getting a promotion. <laughs> yeah. As you, as you look at him as well, you can see he's got this leather cap on and this very oh. styled moustache, and he's looking at you like with, with vigor as he stabs you. <laughs> oh, girl. Um, you are a douche. <laughs> your butt, there is a blade in your belly, and you're just like, you are a douche. <laughs> it's very French of you. So as he stabs you with his short sword, I'd like Drew to roll a perception check, please. And you can hear outside them seeming to scramble for what sounds like a device around you hear them sort of call to one another and says get the switch over there by the right um so you can you've probably got about a round before that door begins to mechanically open again so you've gotten yourself six (laughs) seconds yeah um the other three will burn their turn doing that and that brings us to Shavi's turn again. Yeah. All right, let's see do, if we I, sneak attack. do I do I stop the door or get the guard? We need to kill this guard get and the then boogie it. We should be All able right. to outrun them. Can I trust you to get the door? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm coming in for the sneak attack. So because you'll get the way I want to do it is I want to move gooch. over, come sliding on through. Because I'm so small, I'm coming between his legs and I am <laughs> gooch gouging. Yeah, you are straight through the bottom. The special yep. move. Yep. Go for it. Cause I, well, because I have two weapon fighting. You can do, do that, that and then with your and bonus action you again. can strike again. Yeah. So roll your attack. 15 oh. just hits. Ooh, yeah. What does it look like as you slay this man? As I come sliding through, I literally am just staring straight at just sweet as I come sliding through. <laughs> you watch as this guard with an incredibly styled mustache just falls face first into the stairs and tumbles Ooh. downward. And in the French, as we say, le fuck you. <laughs> 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 Very nice. Uh, All right, so he's gone. You listen to the door begin to rumble. Oh, God. And you can see stone beginning to fall down. What would you guys like to do? Get the switch. Can we just outrun Let's them? Let's perceive or where the switch we... is. All right. Can I roll perception to see if I can see the switch? You sure can. What's your... Uh... You watch as the blood begins to permeate across the floor where this guy had been staying. Uh, with your 22, Jusui, you look around the room and you can see uh, to your... Right. You can see a candelabra standing there to the right, to the left, sorry. And you can see that one of them looks like it can be pulled uh, downwards. You uh, probably discern that that would be the switch, but what you also hear is footsteps coming from the south, uh. as if more guards might be coming that okay, way. Okay, we definitely want to make sure this door stays down. No, we're three. doing, yeah, let's get rid of them, I suggest, and just tackle the yeah, so other way. I, I reckon it's Joe's the, the Florence. 
I pull the switch and then I break it. All right. As you pull the switch and break it, I'll get you to roll a, I'll say, athletics check, or you can do it with a weapon attack. I'll do it with a weapon attack. With a 19, you get your short sword and leverage it in and then pull it back down so you get that leverage and you just snap <coughs> it and break it in directly the right spot uh, for it to basically snap off. And you watch as the door rumbles and stops about half a foot up off the ground and you can see a guard look down. You can see like half his eye looking at you and he says, you must stop. You have invaded the mistress's territory. Is he French too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> French. All right, so at that, with the door stopped, the threat seemingly dissipated for now. Uh, you look towards the other side of the room, the way that you are going, and you can hear those footsteps. You can, uh, Je suis, your allies are unaware. So that brings us to Drew's turn. We got more coming. More coming the other way. Can you tell how many or if no, there's multiple sort of things? Just footsteps. Cool. All right, I guess, uh, well, is there is there any way where I could maybe... Might I suggest of... healing? I got no more spell slots oh. at first, but is there any way... In the room where I can maybe sort of get set or hide, or so that's when someone comes past, I can just smack that bad boy. Around the circular center of the room, you can see four pillars and braziers that seem to be standing upright that have fire burning in it that creates light for the room. They're probably big enough for you to hide behind if you wanted to. Yep, I definitely want to. Yep. Yeah, sort of put myself in front of uh, Jesse and uh, and Shavs, and then uh, yeah, get ready. <laughs> Australians can make nicknames out of anything. <laughs> Roll a stealth check just for my note. That is a eight. Mm. Oh my. Yes, Dad. All right. It's like a big man hiding behind like a stick. Like <laughs> That's a exactly what it looks oh, like. <laughs> you can see this grotesque, ugly face just pop out every now and then to see. You just see like the it, nose ring it. shining in the light. You listen to the footsteps get closer and closer and you can hear the guards beginning to call out on the other side now and you say, you hear them say, they're in here, the treasury, they've jammed the door on the other side and you can hear at least three pairs of footsteps. You've probably got about <clears throat> one round before they come through this way. And the door on that side just seems to be, there's two two doors. They seem to be high and arced, and you can see that they're like jail bars, but you haven't seen a switch or anything for that side two, yet. Two doors, okay, because potentially it yep. could come through. Yep, you guys have one round to pretty much prepare. You, I'll say without even a check that Jusui and uh, Shavi, you look at Drew hiding and you can see that he's done in a fucking abysmal job. <laughs> <laughs> so you can attempt to do it again if they warn you. But so yeah. In the so thieves count, I want to tell him that why don't we use, it's like Naruto style, like trying to do the <laughs> hand, signals. <laughs> hand signals and things. Yeah. And I want to tell him that Drew, <laughs> Drew's a fucking idiot. Let's use the distraction of him yeah. to get the surprise. Oh my God. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So like, are there pillars on okay, the outside? Okay. Yeah. But after I, mean, I do that, I say, Drew, Keep it up. You're doing a good job. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So both of you, uh, Shavi and Jasui, roll your stealth checks, please. At that, you guys remain in your hiding spots. You look at uh, Drew once again, and you can see both of his shoulders are poking out from the uh, brazier that he seems to be hiding behind, and you watch as three additional guards begin moving do around the corner. Will they come in? You do, yeah. Because all I want to do is I'm going to stand behind that thing so it's noticeable, but enough so that in case they're going to shoot me or something, probably not going to get hit. Yeah. And all I'm going to do is uh, first action is my cantrip uh, guidance. I'm going to say, you know, help myself out in case I need a D4, which is last for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to look at both of them and go, Shamalamadingdong! Oh, hang on, wait. <laughs> I mean, I mean Shalala. <laughs> yeah. Which turns my weapon into a, a better weapon. All right, cool. You watch as the spells ignite on uh, Drew as he's getting ready, and I will grant you a plus 
two to your AC for half cover because you've half, halved your cover. So whatever your AC is, plus oh, two. Oh, baby. <laughs> uh, and at that, you watch as three guards wheel their way around the corner and you watch as the one at the front calls up the hallway seemingly to more as they begin moving down the stairs. As they move down the stairs, you watch as one of them moves to the wall and pulls down on one of the bricks and you watch as one side of the portcullis gate just makes its way up. Three of them begin moving their way into the stairs. They make their way down to the bottom of the staircase and they will start to look for you guys. All of them see Drew. (laughs) (laughs) And they only rolled twos. (laughs) And none of them see Shavi or um, uh, Jusui. So they move straight towards you and you watch as they both loft a spear in the air. All of all three of them? All three of them will. He's the only one they see. Oh First one's going to be a 19. <laughs> Remember, plus two to your AC. Yep. The next one is going to be a 20. <sighs> and the yeah. next one is going to be a 16. All three hit. Okay. 16 is my AC with right. the added bonus. Even so. plus two. I'm so. <laughs> you're gone. You take, you take 12 points of piercing damage. I am down. As you guys watch Ace Ventura style, one spear goes in the thigh, the other one goes in the spine. And the other one hits him directly into the shoulder and you get him, a moment of silence passes as you watch as he just falls directly backwards, bang, hits the floor. You definitely see me do Ace style first, right knee go, "Ah!" left knee. (laughs) And then he falls over with one in his uh, shoulder. Oh, shit. Um, So now that those three... Terrible idea. Yeah. Let's do it. This was the plan. You go high, I go low. You sign to each other and thieves can't. Yep. I'm doing the same thing. I'm just coming in, both blades, coming to swinging. Go for it. Roll your attack. This dude's close here. You're from a hidden position, so roll with advantage and you will get sneak attack. Nat 20, baby. Oh, Oh, fuck. So let's sort this out first because you may want to redirect an attack if this guy dies. Yep. So roll your short sword damage. Roll your sneak attack damage. Double. Would be 16. All right. How does he die? He dies just from fright. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much he just has a heart attack from fright before I even get a chance to lay my blades into Very his nice. flesh. Beautiful. And then you get your second attack because that, that was the one. You watch this elderly guard yeah. three days from retirement. Just- <laughs> oh, no. That's my power as a DM. Uh, And that that brings us to your second attack with your offhand, if you'd like to take it, to the remaining. Is there still, like, surprise? Me other short sword straight at this other fella. Go for it. Right here, as he is startled. And you watch as the spear uh, stops the blade before it hits his his body and makes purchase. And at that, you watch as the two guards stand quite ready. Just sweet, you're up. Are they both looking at him? They are indeed both looking right. at Charlie. Well, I'm bouncing in, Surprising. obviously. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> okay. And I've got dagger and short sword. Go for it. You can roll your attack with your on hand and off hand. 16 <laughs> hits. So roll your damage right. and your sneak attack. So 11. So 11 points of damage. How do you kill him? Really tenderly. Oh! <laughs> he doesn't see me and he's looking at, at, at Shabby. So I just like come up behind him I'm like say hello to the angel of death and then I stab him like to my right little friend yes. 
Yeah, yeah, like in through the underarm. In through the underarm with my dagger, and he yep. goes. Pew! All right, so at that, you now get your offhand attack, which is with your short sword. I'm guessing uh, on the other guy. If you have an additional five feet of movement, you'll need to move into combat with him. I do. Yep. Yeah. So with yeah. your offhand, with the fourteen, unfortunately that misses. So he he swings around with the spear on one oh. side with uh, Shavi, and then pulls it around the back. So at that, that then brings us to Drew's turn. You don't have to roll any death saves because the damage they did to you was. Um, Non-lethal. Um, but this guy here is going to roll out. He's probably going to go for Shavi, the guy that killed somebody out of pure fright. So he's going to roll. He's going he's afraid to, of me. Yeah, he's yeah. going to stab you with his spear and then try to hit you with the, the butt end of the spear. Oh, God. So the first attack is going to be a 16. Mm-hmm. And the second attack is going to be a 14. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 16 hits. Yeah. So with the butt of the spear, he does four points of damage to you. <laughs> And knocks you across the face. Oh dear. Um, the other side, however, with the stab, unfortunately for me, misses you. And at that, he is going to ready himself to fight both of you off. And he says to you, "Return the jewels, and we'll let you go." Uh, you get a you get a turn now, Shavi. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, we're doing it. Yeah. And I'm just gonna say, I'll give this back to you. That is sixteen plus six, twenty-two. Yeah. That's a hit. To hit twelve. All right. How do you kill him? <laughs> oh, I do. I come. <laughs> From down here, I'm, I'm literally just going to look up because I'm just trying to feel tall. I'm looking at Jasui again, and I just want to stab him as high as I can. <laughs> Both arms stretched Got it. out. As you stab him as high as you can, all you see from the other side is Jasui mm. is these two points of blades come directly out through both shoulders, and you just get splattered with warm blood. And at that, you watch as his knees buckle and fall, and behind him, you see the murderous smile of Sharpie. Mm. <laughs> You watch as the room goes silent. You can still hear the guards screaming from the opposite way, the, the way that you blocked. Where we've just slaughtered four of their friends. Yep. Oh, you can see that the room is slowly filling with blood all over the floor. <laughs> oh, no. Um, the and, list. and one of those people's okay. blood is your ally. Yep. So oh, no. <laughs> might I suggest let's go get Drew. Yeah. yeah. Let's yep. go grab him. Do we have to carry him? Well, can't we spend an action to help him up? You can stabilize, but if you don't have a potion or healing powers, you can't bring him back to consciousness. But he's already no. stable. So you guys move over to him and you can see that the wounds that he mm. is currently sustained is non-lethal. So you, And you can see he's, he's shallowly breathing. Yeah. But even so, he's still unconscious. Get so, Let's get him. so one of you can carry him, but you'll be at half movement and any attacks you make will be with disadvantage because you're lumbered. <laughs> I don't think I could. So you two spend Ooh. a moment to look at each other and then obviously decide that Jusui is going to be the one to pick him up. So you hoik him over your shoulder, and as you do, you begin making your slow climb up the stairs. Shavi still with the gems in hand. As you exit, as, you just go okay, ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. hiding them now. Just yep. real quick, <laughs> as I pick buddy uh, Drew. Drew up, there's a there's chest. Everywhere, isn't it? <laughs> I look at the treasure chest, and I open it, and then I take nine. We don't have yeah. time for this. You <laughs> put them in my pocket, and then I pick Drew off and we fuck off. As you do take nine of those things, you look directly at Shavi, who previously showed seven, <laughs> who's shaking his head and telling you that you don't have time. Yeah, well, we do. Ill in that case. <laughs> no, we don't have time anymore. Whatever's closest to me, I'm getting three of to make ten. Cool, but you, you take three uh, candlesticks that are basically made of gold that would be worth quite a bit of gold, and you pick up three of them and shake them in Juicy's face. Bitch. I've already got Drew over my shoulder, so I'm like, this makes ten. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, it doesn't count. <laughs> when you I begin w- making your way up that stairs and you wheel around the hallway and you can see torchlights flickering on the, the, the wall in, ahead of you, probably 50 feet away, indicating that there are more guards sort of moving in this direction. This is a straight hallway and you can see windows either side that seem to um, let the night air in. Uh, what would you guys like to do? Uh, are they big enough to get out? They're big enough for you to get out. <laughs> Fuckers! <laughs> I've got the rose sphere. Conscious? You're unconscious. Yeah. I think we keep going down the hallway. Yeah. Is there the nothing we can sort of, of nothing out. we can sort of perceive that's going to be another Roll way out? Perception check, both of you can. Yeah. So as you had made your way up the stairs, turned down this corridor, you start to see the windows leading out. It is a ground level floor, but the windows are only about half a foot wide that view out onto the garden. You can see more guards running into the direction of the eastern side of the house to sort of try and cut you off. Uh, and as you see that, you can see that there is a door ahead of you that veers off to the right that seems to be the only way out unless you want to take any sort of window or improvise something. But this cavern just se- this hallway just seems to be a rectangular long oh, hallway. guards at that door? You can assume based on the, the distance, uh, Shavi, that you saw them at, that they probably have to navigate their way through some of the estate before they get to that doorway. So, so there's a bit of house before they get to the yeah. doorway. Is there any way of us to... Possibly hide, or is there like tresses up above us or anything? As you look like above, that? you can see that the roof is completely stone. You can see small candelabras that sort of light the way. Into and there's this nothing area. else we could sort of hide behind in this room. Not in this hallway, no. Okay. So we'll let's continue door. on. Let's get to the door. Let's go through. Yep. Yep. Probably semi sneakily while mm-hmm. rushing. Yeah. As you get to the doorway on the other side, it is similar to the other one, a security door that's made of complete iron with the family crest upon it. You can either search for a, sh- a, a, a switch or try and lift it. Let's have a squiz. So roll for perception or investigation, your choice. Uh, All right. So as you, are you looking as well, uh, Jusui? <clears throat> yeah, but investigation. All right. So as you look around, you look directly into uh, Drew's ass that's over your forehead <laughs> and you just get this whiff of it and it just puts you off. But um, Shavi, as you begin- Is look- that his head or his ass? <laughs> <laughs> as you begin looking around, you can see one of the bricks seems to be outwardly- um, yeah. de- Not depressed, the opposite of depressed. Yeah. Ex- uh, protruding. Happy? Protruding. <laughs> you can see it's uh, protruding. So you go and move your small halfling hand onto it and as you press it, you watch as it sinks in and you watch as the door just- begins to raise oh, as well. That was the best. That was really good. <laughs> that Thank was you. well done. Thank you. So as that stone moves up, you can basically see the room ahead of you and you can see that it looks almost like a, a lobby. Uh, you mm-hmm. can see a large mat in the middle of the room. You can see a table across that mat. Bookshelves align the uh, left and right side and you can see two doors on the other side. One of the door handles you see is shaking, looking to be open. I reckon we book it to the door. Let's do the knock door. Mm -hmm. Um, Can we close this thing behind us? Uh, As you get through it, you wait about three seconds as you're looking and perusing the area and it closes by itself. Okay. Do you think we should go to the other door? Yeah, I reckon we book it to the other door. (laughs) You begin moving across the room to the other side and you make your way down that hallway. You get to the door and as you open it and fling it open, you move your way into what looks like a, a kitchen or parlor sort of area. And as you make your way out into this area, you can see benches used to prepare food and you look directly to your left and you can see two guards there trying to shake that door open as those two doors seem to lead into this area. So they're trying to, they're going out of the room? No, they? they're literally trying to go into the room that you just left and they're about 15 feet away from you. And as they're shaking the door, they look towards you and say, there they are, get them. So they turn around towards you. Why do all these places have two doors? <laughs> this is a kitchen that leads into a dining room. Hey, Servers. For in servery purposes. In and out. Yeah. It's normal. As you're frustrated with the architecture carrying your friend on your shoulders, <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to do? 
drop Drew. Put him down. <laughs> Let's yep. do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, as yeah. he drops to the floor, we'll keep same initiative. Shavi, your first go. What would you like um, to do? Let's just go full throttle. we got to stop him. <laughs> but I'm feeling lucky. Yeah, you can't roll ones, buddy. I can't. 15 to an attack. 15 to an attack is just what you need. Yes. Short sword out. Seven damage. Very and then nice. I would like to use my other action to attack again with mm-hmm. two-handed attack. Yep. Do I need to roll again? Yeah. Yeah, you need hit? to roll again. Okay. All right. So unfortunately that one misses. As you go in with the second mm-hmm. attack, you watch as he blocks it with uh, a shield that he's uh, holding. Mm-hmm. At that, that is uh, your turn, Jusui. You drop Drew on the floor. Yeah. What do you do? I'm going to attack the same dude. I rolled a four, so that's nothing. So two-handed attack. Two-handed attack. All right, so the yeah. first one falls short, but the second one embeds. Yeah. So this would be with your offhand, which you said had your short sword in it. Yeah, yeah. So roll the d6 the plus the d6 for your sneak attack. 14. How do you want to kill him? Well, I, I probably stabbed him and, and he he's goes, probably lowered down a little bit. Yeah. He just come on, boss. Yeah. Yep. He him. dies like this. <laughs> um, he watches the guy the next are so to him. good today. <laughs> he watches the guy next to him, looks at what you've just done to his ally and begins running. Oh, he just piss bolts, does he? Yep. He just looks it. Yep. He's going to get more. This whole time you can hear this. Yeah, yeah. But they don't know where we are. Exactly. So let's look. No. Can, can we see like what ways out do we have? Uh, there is only one door out of this room on the so opposite side. I'm going to guess we take that. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, did he run the other way or did he run that way? He ran uh, that way. Let's also oh, pick so Drew up again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you pick up Drew and as you make your way out of this room, you can see it leads into a large greeting area, you could say. Uh, you can see that the, the floor is completely marbled and over the opposite side, you can see probably about 40 feet away. The gentleman that had just run is now entering a door on the other side. But as you look towards the left and the right, you can see two grand doorways that seem to lead outward into the estate. Can so, we go the, well, I want to go the opposite direction of the door that he went out the big door. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Outside. Mm-hmm. So you take one of these large wooden arced doors and you go out, open it, and you can see a stairwell that leads down into the open expanse of garden and the fence of liberation <laughs> uh, beyond. So you begin running? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Did this all happen before five minutes? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the alarm is going. So the five minutes was to, for the alarm. So from the start when you said we got five minutes, yeah. that's an alarm. So pretty much okay. you you tripped the tripwire yeah, yeah, yeah. about 30 seconds yeah, before yeah, the alarm. Yeah, that At that point, you begin running across the garden and you have Drew in your hand. So um, how are you running? Are you like straight line sprinting? Are you zigzagging? Zigzag. He's implying there's archers. Good insight. Vision is based on movement. <laughs> All right. So as you look behind you, you do in fact see archers above yep. that seem to point down as the door opened, and you can see probably three of them start to aim and, and load their bows. <laughs> Here's the thing. I will give you both dexterity saving throws. If you're successful in that, the arrows will miss you instead of me rolling straight attacks because you are zigzagging. However, Jusui, because you're carrying some, you will have it with advantage. Uh, sorry, disadvantage because of the weight that you're carrying. All right. All right. So as you begin weaving from bush to bush, you find yourself behind one of the, yeah, roll a D6 but for me. With a 25, is there anything I can do to assist? No. No. Because you're worrying about you. All right. So at that moment, you watch as uh, you, Shavi, are weaving between the the statues made out of hedges and you hide behind one that's made of Florence. And you can see as uh, uh, begins moving through, you can see that he sort of just dodges an arrow and as you think that you've been missed by one, uh, you feel a sharp 
<laughs> impact into your mean, leg, Drew. You mean Fuck. the meat shield yeah. feels an impact. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's why you rolled a d6. Because oh, evens okay. it would have got you, odds it got oh, you. Oh, damn. Thank fuck, because then both of us would have been down. Yep. And you would have Well, he's been- only got three oh, hit points left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One hit point. Am I supposed to drag his with like one hand each? (laughs) So at that, you guys make your way to the hedge fence. And as you begin to climb over it, you are just within range of the arrows that are firing out. But this is the last test before you begin your freedom run into Cadmia. What would you like to do? (laughs) How are you scaling this hedge that's probably about six to eight foot tall in places? But it's just a hedge. It's a bush. We're going through it. I love you. Yeah, can yeah. I can I bush. use Drew like uh, He's the meat shield. Yeah. The meat shield. Yeah. <laughs> Drew in front shield. of me and just run headlong at well, the can, at can the I edge. go first with some blades and start chopping bushes on the way through? You both can make it. athletics checks with advantage because oh. Drew is a meat shield <laughs> and you've got the whacker hacker in front of you as well. <laughs> just spin him blades. <laughs> So as you guys make your way through this bush, a complete silhouette of your shapes left in your wake. <laughs> you watch as the arrows just pepper the outside of the area and stick into the hedge as you begin running down the hillside through the trees, <clears throat> safe and sound. So you've got me into in the front night. of you now. As you begin running down this hillside, weaving your way through the trees, you take a moment to catch your breath. You look at each other and grin, knowing that you've just pulled off a tremendous feat. Well. Oh. This man, he is, how you say, (laughs) shitted? As you say that, you look towards him and you can see him just cough and this mote of blood just comes out of his chin. Maybe we should go help him. Yeah, we should probably get him to a doctor. Yeah. Um, As you make your way down this hillside, you look at the sprawling city of Cadmia, the buildings illuminated by the night, and it looks quite pretty from up here. You can see the hill that resides on the the lower eastern side of the city is, is lit up from the Wissonia's Academy. And you begin making your way down that hill uh, to the nearest tavern. And as you make your way through there, in the dock ward is probably most inconspicuous. And you make your way to a tavern that is called the the Sitting Duck. You currently are carrying Drew, who is peppered with javelins, <laughs> an arrow in his backside. Oh, wait, does he still have the javelins in his legs? Well, you haven't taken them out. Get this man a drink! <laughs> <laughs> you slap him down on the table of one of the Sitting Ducks and you can see that three sailors inside there that just got off their, their hard night's work and the, the barkeep that has his scruffy white beard looks towards you and says, well, he's had a rough night. <laughs> that Looks is, like you need something stronger than ale. That is an understatement. Well, your kind is very welcome here. Looks like you're um, you're quite wealthy. And he looks at your pockets and bags that are just bulging <laughs> with shit gold. Give him a can. I just point out that there is ten things in these pockets. <laughs> it looks like they might be close to ten. <laughs> Um, as you say that, he prepares some drinks for the three of you and he says, uh, Marcel, you might want to take a look at their friend. <clears throat> and you watch as Marcel, this slender man that has this eye patch and a bandana moves over and he says, do you mind if I take his temperature? Why don't you just let me work? <laughs> you drink your drinks, I'll do my thing. You watch as to that. Marcel begins working on uh, Drew and after about 40 or so minutes, you come to consciousness, Drew, your wounds wrapped. And you can see your two crewmates uh, within a bar booth that seem to be sinking drinks. And at this stage, after 40 minutes, I'd say that 
inebriated. Roll a d20 and roll a d20, please, Shavi. Surely one drink gets me crunk. No, <laughs> um, this is to see how many drinks you've had in No, minutes. but you'd oh. have a little halfling-sized sippy cup. Six. Ten drinks. Six. All right, so he's had ten. Jusui's had ten. You've had six. And Shavi, you're desperately trying to keep up with Jusui because Shavi gets he's his letting you know. Like in three a sippy foot. cup though, right? Yeah. <laughs> a sippy cup. Yeah, sippy cup. <laughs> they come in points. Uh, this, <laughs> the wee little man, he drinks like a wee little man. Oh. <laughs> you wake up to hear that. And at that, Drew, you make your way over to the table, sit down, and you get an ale slid over to you. Oh, what was the kill count? Oh shit! Uh, the, how many did you get? Well, I'll, I'll, first thing, I'll open my eyes. And this is the go. beer talk. Like this is the, the yeah, chat yeah. over what, the table as I we're think, drinking. What the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah. So we uh, the fuck happened? Yeah. yeah. We just bitched the fuck out of that, and uh, you're welcome. Yeah. All well, last thing I remember was I was standing in a room, <laughs> and then I got a couple of spears in me, and then just briefs of. I don't know how they saw you. You just, were hiding yeah. so well. <laughs> you <Yeah>. were. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> you're hiding. It was. Uh, how you Impeccable. say, bell. <laughs> yeah. Just briefs of a gooch gouge and then something about an angel of death and then something about a... <laughs> and then I felt like, uh, why do I taste leaves and bits of hedge? <laughs> uh, I may you pull a or out may not hair. have used you as a battering ram <laughs> to the hedge. You were very helpful. But, Thank you very much. But we got out. With we the, did get out. With we the got sphere. It We had the sphere. And, and, and <laughs> I... I don't know that you've got a bunch of jewels and diamonds, but I was like, and you got all the, you know, our, our trip was worthwhile. I only managed to get two. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I got nine. Uh, I got ten. <laughs> <laughs> I counted you on my shoulder as the ten. You watch as the bartender with a very big scruffy beard um, says to you from the bar, he says, I don't mind you bragging in here, but um, if you're taking that chit chat out into the streets, People are going to start connecting the dots that the smoke coming from the the Karelian estate. Well, that was probably you three. Am I right? Well, then uh, nah. I, I would say I would, I would say, hey, just just wink at these guys, look at them, and just go like, yeah, let's divvy up this coin. Or I might even take take a jewel or something. Not from now. <laughs> and I slide it over to the barkeep and say, uh, maybe do we want like a room or an area or something like that? And say, you never saw us in here. Slide it over. Roll a persuasion check with advantage. Okay, so he takes the jewel that you can see has this inlaid emerald and he takes it and he looks at it and he says, well, this is a fine make. I didn't even see no smoke on that hill. <laughs> My man. My man. Another round. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. Am I, do I have any health now? <laughs> uh, you have one hit point. Hell yeah, one hit point. And at that, you guys spend the night uh, drinking, <clears throat> frolicking, and celebrating your success. Excellent. You eventually find your way to a three-bedroomed room where you're all forced to bunk in together. You fight over oui, the top oui. bunk. <laughs> <laughs> and as night begins to fall and morning comes... Slam our drinks together and cheers. That does it for this week's episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. Tune in next time to catch up with our heroes. And make sure you're also following our socials at Instagram so you can keep up with all the show announcements, artwork, episodes, and giveaways. We can't wait to hear from you. And remember, share this podcast to anyone who can't get enough of good stories, geeks out over narrative roleplay, and loves D&D. We'll see you next time.